0: You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast, episode number six, July 14th, 2020.
1: Off-premise strategy,
0: business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive-through or curbside? Mobile apps or AI? It's all on the menu. Cook it up for the date, It's a recipe for success. you in with the tech chef Make a plan to be your best Strategize with the tech chef Welcome everybody to the Tech Chef Podcast. This is your host, Skip Kimple, and I am delighted to have you join us today. I know there's lots of other podcasts you could be listening to, but I am blessed to have you listening to me and uh, joining in this great discussion on contactless payment. And this is part three of our series, and we have a very special guest from Fort Lauderdale, Florida today. His name is Tom Holmes, and we're gonna be talking to him about his PayMyTab devices. Now, I'd like to mention that on July 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there's going to be a webinar sponsored by Netsurian called Creative Ways to Optimize Restaurant IT Spending at a Time of Crisis. Now, I'm going to be one of the panelists on the show, and it should make for some very interesting conversation. Now, if you want to learn more and register, you can go to the show notes for this show, contact me directly, or you can go to netsurian.com forward slash techchef to register there directly. Tom Holmes is a CEO and founder of Diner IQ and its award winning platform, Pay PayMyTab. The leader in secure payments and guest engagement for the hospitality industry, PayMyTab has revolutionized how guests order and pay and how team members engage and build loyalty with their guests. Now, annualized, Diner IQ processes almost 1 billion. Dollars in payments and is scaling to thousands of locations throughout the United States, Europe, and Canada. It is my pleasure to have Tom Holmes on the show. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Kip. Glad to be here. Well, wow, it's a pleasure to have you. I mean, I'm very excited. We've we've been talking for many years. We've engaged in in different uh, aspects of the business and over the past couple of years. And I want to start off by telling, having you tell me a little bit about your background and how you ended up with Diner IQ. And maybe the evolution of Pay My Tab, and and then I'm going to start to talk about uh, how we met after that. But let's hear a little bit about your background first.
1: Yeah, so uh, thanks. My background has been in technology and uh, technology enabled services for many years. You know, I hate to admit it, but probably over 25 years at this point. Uh, previously, I built a platform for the retail industry, uh, where uh, the retail industry has a whole bunch of uh, legacy systems in their back end, and they were looking for ways to connect to uh, today's guests through the mobile platform. Um, and so, like if you ever had a prescription filled for Walgreens, the ability to send a text message or scan a barcode—that was actually our platform in the back end doing that. Um, when I exited that company, I really looked at what other industry is in a transformational phase right now, and restaurant hospitality is just that. So we started Q and Pay My Tab, really focused on trying to help our clients, um, hospitality and restaurants, to engage with their guests better through mobile um, and secure transactions.
0: Let me talk about, first of all, how we originally met. It's, it's an interesting story, and I'm not sure if you actually know the whole story. <laughs> so I was working at Anthony's Colfair Pizza at the time, and And I got this, you know, I was relatively new at the company and I got this note or this email that said, hey, Anthony Bruno, who is the owner and founder of the company, has this neighbor that has a connection to something (laughs) called pay my tab. Would you mind looking into it? Of course, you know, as pure obligation at that point, I picked up the phone and, and started talking to your company and you know, I really didn't have any expectations. You know how this goes. Most of the time it's, it's just a connection. You're, you're just checking off a box at that point. But the more I started to learn about what you do in your, and what the company, um, you know, was able to do through time with their technology, I was pretty darn impressed. And that relationship continued on. And we looked at products at, and we tested products at Anthony's Coal Fire Pete's. And we're also in the process of currently putting it in at four river smokehouse. So that's kind of how, how we met now, when I think you and I first sat down, we went to one of the restaurants where you had your device and you had an, an app at that point that was used for the payment purposes. Maybe you can talk about how, how, um, pay my tab started in that aspect and kind of where pay my tab evolved to where it is today.
1: Absolutely. And, and you're, you're correct. I actually remember, um, So we did start out as a mobile app, and the entire concept was um, twofold. One was removing friction from the uh, process of making a payment at the end of service, Um, and it was an app that you had to download and uh, was connected into the point-of-sale systems. Uh, and the second part of that was the ability to collect real-time feedback for the restaurants to use. So who the guest was and when they came in and what they ordered and what reviews they left. So that's how the company actually started. Uh, that was the original thesis behind us. What we learned over time as we talked to various restaurant groups, um, you know, we did a lot of beta testing here in Fort Lauderdale, was although it was a interesting problem to solve, it wasn't at the time the number one problem that restaurants were having. And so at the time, what they really told us was, we have a problem with chargebacks, with fraud, with EMV compliance, with the ability that we have to upgrade all of our point of sale systems in order to take a chip card. We have guests that want to be able to pay with Apple Pay. And so um, we pivoted. Somewhat, and we added to our portfolio the entire concept of pay at the table, um, which drove amazing results. What, well, you know, obviously eliminating, uh, or at least reducing dramatically chargebacks and certainly the liability for chargebacks. But also we started to collect a ton of information from our restaurants and they were seeing things, you know, table turns going from 30 minutes now to 22 minutes, you know, the ability to have, um, one server handles ten tables versus six tables at a shift. So the the feedback and the results that we got by doing that pivot was was amazing, and we you know continued down that platform.
0: Do you still have the app available today, or have you have you completely transformed over into a hardware device?
1: No. So we um, have a couple things now. So we have the app today; it's still available. We have quite a few places using it. We probably do you know, 10,000 or so transactions through that app every month. Um, we have a completely contactless solution that you do not have to download an app for. So the guests can come in, they can use an NFC code or, or a QR code, they can review the menus, uh, they can see their bill in real time, they can make the payment, you know, and we can securely process that in the back end and close the check automatically. Um, so it, it's a combination, and certainly we still have you know our EMB solution that's deployed and you know throughout the world at this point, um, and and it's still um, very viable. And I think that although we're in this kind of COVID uh, scenario right now, where everyone's saying contactless, not everyone's going to pay by a QR code, not everyone's going to pay by an app, and so our solution allows you to have the best of both worlds. Right, you can bring a tablet over. You can have the person scan a QR code. You can have them download an app. To us, it doesn't matter, right? We, we're just interested in making that payment and uh, you know, providing that guest experience.
0: So you have a solution either way if they want to pay via device or a QR code. Actually, walk me so through this, the guest experience on both sides, with a device and without, without a device.
1: Sure. Um, so let's start without the device. So the easiest way um, is certainly the, the um, restaurant can place a QR code onto a table, the guests can take their smartphone, whether it's Android or, or iOS-based, it doesn't matter. They'll simply open up the camera. Um, that will launch a web portal. And in that web portal, in real time, they'll be able to see either the menu or their actual um, items on their check. Once they're able or ready to pay, they're able to leave a tip, they do the payment, We'll process that payment through the the restaurant's credit card processor. We will go out to the point-of-sale system. We'll automatically close the check. And then we'll do a review at the end in order to collect feedback um, about that experience. Mm -hmm. The server could also walk over and take a tablet. um, And the guest can say, yep, I'm fine with that. I'm going to pay with a credit card. I'm going to use my Apple Pay. They can simply tap their phone to the tablet and we'll do the same thing. Um, and the guests will have the exact same experience behind, you know, behind the scenes. So, you know, kind of contactless, 100% low touch, no touch with the tablet.
0: So I want to talk about two different devices that I've had personal experience with, with uh pay my tab. One was at Anthony's. What intrigued me about that tablet at Anthony's is not only was it a pay at the table device, but it was a full POS. Um, installed on that on that device itself. So we had PosiTouch right. at the time. What we were able to do is we were able to bring in the PosiTouch screens exactly as a server would see them in the restaurant. Now that reduced the amount of training, and it became very familiar with the server right away. And it was almost it was it was almost instantaneous in regards to um, getting it into the restaurants and and making it accessible for our guests. Uh, the yep. se- the second device which we're uh using at Four Rivers is let's see it's a company PAX uh which uh which you got involved with and it's it's a small little device. It's an awesome device. Maybe you can talk about uh that device in particular.
1: Sure. So um you know for clarity, we are completely device agnostic. Um so you know, we run on an iPad, we'll run on a Kindle Fire, we'll run on a, a Samsung device. Um, we, you know, we started out and we still have thousands of units out there with the Jennifer device, and that's the device that you're talking about with Anthony's. Um, what we wanted to do and, and where we were driven towards was saying, hey, we want to have uh, cellular capabilities Um, And the Ingenical device at the time did not have cellular capabilities. So the ability to do curbside, the ability to have something that was smaller, the ability to take something out to delivery and do a secure payment. um, And that's really why we started to look at the PAX device. Um, And we, like I said, we probably have over 1,500, 2,000 of those devices out in the field right now.
0: So what I really liked about that device and was a selling point for me is when COVID hit, I mean, we had talked about... Uh, initiating this device and, and uh, implementing this device before COVID, so we had already had the discussion. We had, you know, we had kind of pre-planned yep. everything out. But when COVID hit, it hit. It really was the time to make that change and to move forward. Now, one of my biggest pet peeves, because before the Pax device, we would have had to build out our um, Wi-Fi infrastructure outdoors in order to be able to uh, be able to process the transactions. But with the SIM card in it, it was we could be anywhere. Quite honestly, we could have our catering units go out and about in the neighborhoods and still process transactions and have it go back into our POS. So that for me, that was a big game changer. And you know, speaking of POS systems, let's talk about that for a second because obviously, you're closing out checks in the POS. You're able to pull um, open checks into into your devices. So tell me a little bit about the technology in order to do that and your POS integrated. What POS systems are you currently integrated with?
1: Yeah, so um, a couple things. Not only can we pull check information, but whether it's the Pax device, the Ingenico device, you know, or a Samsung device or an iPad, it doesn't matter. um, The server is actually able to add to a check, start a new check, right? So one of the things that we're seeing is, the increased revenue, um, because they can be on the floor. Someone says, Hey, I want another round without going back to the point of sale system. They can just pull out the device, add it to the check, go to the next table and the next predator or, you know, the server. And they can go to the bar and pick up uh, the drinks and deliver it. Um, so, you know, that type of, of feedback and the, the results that we've seen from the clients has, has been, you know, pretty amazing, honestly. Um, as far as like, the PAX device itself with a, uh, a SIM card, we're seeing it just as you mentioned. So curbside is massive right now for us, right? So we have a lot of uh, national locations. They're putting two or three um, devices out there just for curbside. So the person pulls up, they're able to hit a button, say, hey, I'm here, or, or a text message, say, I'm here. The um, expediter is able to bring out the food and the device in one step. They're able to hold the device forward. Um, you know, one of the things that's very unique about the device is the dip is on the bottom. So the server or the expediter can hold it at the, uh, the driver's door. The person can look at their check. They can insert their card, remove the card by themselves. Servers never have to touch the card, and the guest never has to touch the tablet. And we'll close out that check, record the tip, et cetera, uh, all automatically. So food trucks, again, you mentioned that we have a lot of places that are doing food trucks. They used to use like a square, but as you know, that's not you know incorporated inside of their point of sale systems. So those are all things that we're able to see some really great results.
0: And, and like I said, it it literally is a game changer for us right now. And the effectiveness and, and creating that that guest confidence in regards to the safety factor, I think is critical right now. And, and you're, you're, products are able to actually accomplish that. Now, we've talked about PAX. It's a PAX, what is it, a, A60? What device is that? So
1: so there's two devices that uh, we support with PAX currently. It's the A920 uh, and the A60. The A920 has a printer built into it. So one of the unique things that we're doing right now with some of our clients is the server would actually print out from the device if the person says they want to pay contactless. Right there, table side, they can hit a print button and we'll generate the QR code in their entire receipt right from the device. Uh, and this, uh, the guest can scan. So you don't have to put any QR codes on your tables. You can actually scan based on the server dropping the check automatically.
0: Even with the A60, you have a solution for the printing piece, correct?
1: We do. We do. So the A60, we can print as well. We can print to any, you know, POS Wi-Fi printer. Um, uh, that just does not have the printer built into it. Um, we sell, I'll I'll be honest with you. We sell probably 80% A60s and 20% A920s. Most people don't want the printers uh, built in.
0: Well, and I also have to say, you know, there, there are two other major selling points for me as a CIO. One of those was the fact that your credit card processor is agnostic. And I think that's kind of rare in today's day where everybody's (laughs) trying to get in the game and, and gather your, your credit card processing. So Pitching that to my CFO uh, made the whole idea much better, much easier, uh, due to the fact that she could retain her her rates that that she's negotiated for years with with our current processor. Number two, from a technology piece, I think that probably one of the biggest enhancements or the biggest selling points for me was the fact that it was so portable. I mean, we can use, utilize it for curbside. We can utilize it for inside dining if guests you know we're fast casual so guests kind of stand in a line a little bit to go through a line but some guests aren't really comfortable right now doing that and they just want to take a seat and be able to place an order they still want their food and we're able to facilitate that through this device but where I was kind of headed with this is from an uh, integration and an implementation process, you guys are able to spin stuff up very very quickly and I think that is a huge difference maker as well. Your team is fantastic. They jump on things right away. I think probably the most complicated thing in today's time is to find a dedicated resource in house on the restaurant side in order to be able to, you know, fully facilitate creating the menu and any maybe nuances that need to happen on the POS side when it synchronizes with with the tablet itself, but Every request that we've made of your team, it's done almost literally within five, 10 minutes. We're not talking days. We're talking minutes. <laughs> so when we went to test this product at the restaurant, we were testing, they are making changes all at the same time. So we were able to knock that out very, very quickly. So I have to commend you on, on the direction that you've, you've had with your support team because they, they're doing a phenomenal job.
1: Well, one, we really appreciate that. Honestly, Skip, thank you uh, for that feedback. So, we are, yeah, right. So we are absolutely customer service, customer focused first. Um, we understand the way um, that get that um, restaurants have to operate, not just previously, but certainly today, right? Everyone is is underneath immense pressure in order to test different things, right? So we have a lot of clients, just like Four Rivers, that are making changes every day. They're making changes to their menus. They they need to test out different services and operations. And so we have to be just as agile uh, for that. And absolutely, that, that, that's what we do, right? We look and we built this system that it's 100% configurable. So if there's a new menu item you want, if you want reviews, you don't want reviews, you wanna you know, change the tip percentages, all of that is all configurable. And I mean, anyone can take out their iPhone and, and change those percentages that has authority to do so. And immediately the very next transaction, Those changes are in effect across every tablet, every QR code, you know, every point of of touch with that guest.
0: Now, during the process, obviously, you know, my concentration has been on fast casual, but at Anthony's, we also Mm -hmm. had uh, the full gamut of regards to wanting to gather information, guest satisfaction information at the end of the transaction. Uh, Does your does your product do that?
1: We do. And as a matter of fact, Anthony's actually helped us tremendously. Um, So when we first started out, um, our guest satisfaction, I would call it kind of the Amazon ratings, which was one to five stars, food service atmosphere. A lot of of, uh, people do that today. Um, What we really transformed to, and again, I'll give Anthony's credit for a lot of this, is we actually are able to do line item reviews. So by each individual item that that uh, guest consumed, we can collect the review um, and be able to give really, really detailed insights on who your best guests are, what they're saying about your product. So as an example, you decide, we don't know, know if we're gonna use the shrimp scampi from company A or the shrimp scampi from company B we can actually run A-B testing and say, only if the shrimp scampi is on that menu, I'm sorry, on that uh, check, I'm gonna ask a question about it and then show you an A-B test between, you know, vendor A versus vendor B on what the guests actually said about the product. You know, we can do it by day part, we can do it by server. So um, there's a ton of reviews and information uh, and data that we collect. right now we probably have over a billion uh, um, menu items and tra- transactions that have gone through our system. So th- there's a lot of data to go through.
0: And I didn't realize you could do that whole A/B testing thing. That that even yep. brings more value to it. That's probably happened, yeah. maybe even since I was at Anthony's um, during the transition. Um, so you're col- you're collecting all of this data. It pumps up into a marketing platform. Really, is what it is, and that's Diner IQ, correct?
1: That's correct. Right. So when we started the company, you know, um, like I said, we were really mobile app based. And so pay my tab made a lot of sense because it was consumer focused. Over time, as we talked to our restaurants, you know, what we realized was that the, the, the data was actually what was driving the results that we were achieving for our clients. And so Diner IQ or Diner Intelligence is in a complete market and data analytics platform behind the scenes, Um, that informs the operations and the operators around detail levels down to menu items, servers, um, day parts, transactional, financial information, all of that above store. So we can go across, you know, you have 200 locations. We can tell you which store for which item is, is, is selling and not selling. But more importantly, we can drive that all the way down to the guest level and all the way down to the server level. Right? Your point of sale system is going to tell you that you sold 20 shrimp scampi's last night. We're going to tell you who you sold it to and what those people said about it and how often they've been there before, and what they said about it prior. So all that data and information is, is fully available to, to our clients.
0: And we were just talking once again previously about the POS and you just brought it up again. I, I just want to touch on this. I know it's a little out of context sure. um, based upon where we're at in the conversation right now, but you're, do you have an agent that lives on the POS server or do you use a third party like Omnivore?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, we do. We use uh, Omnivore. Um, so Omnivore has been a great partner. We've been partnering with Omnivore since day one, right? We, um, we looked at a couple of other, Uh, providers at the time and this is going back four years or whatever there wasn't that many out there um we selected omnivore and uh, they have been great with us we do have a couple of of direct integrations just simply because you know uh, omnivore doesn't have those integrations quite yet but for the most part um all, all of our services go through the Omnivore platform.
0: Re-listening to myself, I kind of sound like a schmuck because I already know the answers to some of these things, <laughs> but I'm trying to make it sound like I don't. However, um, I have to say that Omnivore, the Omnivore integration, was another one of the main reasons why I I proceeded forward with pay my tab because I knew the integration would be seamless and it would be very very easy and it would be fast track for me to do. And I love the fact that I only have you know, one, one agent to manage on the POS server. So, um, I love the fact that you're using that. Now, let me ask you this. So in this COVID world, how do you see your product moving forward? What's the vision really for Diner IQ and pay my tab, you know, in the next 12 to 24 months, cause this is not going away. I think we all realize that right now. And obviously you guys have to have some vision in regards to how you're going to approach the future with your product.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so everyone, you know, is focused on COVID right now and protecting guests and protecting their team members and, you know, looking at their menus and things like that. So, you know, we are also focused on that. We have, you know, I don't want to say pivoted, but we certainly enhance certain aspects of our products over the last few months in order to address the needs of, of our clients and, and their guests, you know, but longer term, I don't believe that, you know, security and EMV payments and ship card payments and pay at the table and order at the table, you know, that's not going away. Um, we looked at our numbers last week or whatever. And right now we've touched about 5% of, of adults in, in America. Um, you know, so going forward, we're, we're looking to say, can we have a hundred percent of the, peop- the adults in America use our platform across, uh, across the nation? You know we're, we're absolutely expanded internationally, um, so we're in four countries right now, um, and we just signed a, a pretty major deal that's going to put us into 13 countries. Um, so it's really important as we look at it to say, what are the products and the services that we can offer that's going to help drive the um, revenue and savings and operational efficiencies for our clients? And what we're doing with contactless and and for COVID is is simply one point right now. And we're hopeful and praying that, you know, um, I don't know if it's six months from now or a year from now or something, we get back to some sort of normalcy and that, you know, we have built out the services and solutions that are really driving the results for our clients.
0: So you just mentioned you're about to be in 13 countries. So tell me if somebody wants to experience your product, uh, give me... Give me some restaurants, some names that people might be familiar with, where they can find where you know your devices.
1: Uh, Well, certainly Four Rivers, right? (laughs) So (laughs) that's good. Um, I mean, we're we're in a lot of I'd say you know we call mom and pops. We 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 scale for the individual locations as well as national chains, right? So you know certainly we're at the the PF Changs and the Brinkers of the world, which everyone will know. But we're also you know locally at a uh, you know, a Greek restaurant down in Miami or in, in South beach or, you know, uh, a bar in, in, in Long beach. So the way that we really looked and structured our, our product was that it was scalable to handle thousands of locations, but easier enough to use for a single location.
0: And I think that's important for our listeners to understand, you know, a lot of times, If you're with a smaller organization like Four Rivers, we're, you know, we're only Mm -hmm. 15 restaurants. Um, Sometimes there are some technology out there that just isn't feasible due to the cost or the support system behind the product. But I think, I think your product um, overcomes all of those aspects. And once again, that is a, a very positive thing. Now, in today's world with the contact list, you're seeing a bunch of new products come on the market and we're going to see a ton more in in the very new future. Sure. How do you differentiate yourself from your, your competitors?
1: Yeah. So I think, I mean, there's a couple of things with that. One um, is there are a ton of products and more and more are coming out there. Uh, We have always started with a holistic view, right? So I literally was just talking to one of our clients out in New York city Um, They have six locations, uh, mostly in New York, but they have a few in Vegas, et cetera. And they are just getting ready to reopen. And what he was telling us is they're tired of having 15 or 16 different point solutions. So someone that can print a QR code on a receipt versus someone that has a mobile app versus someone that has online ordering versus it's too much integration. It's too many disconnected systems. Right. So. What we're able to do, because we started with a base of, you know, one product, but the foundation, the architecture was built that there's only one version of the truth. So online ordering, we, we, we have, we know who that guest is. When they come into your restaurant and they pay, we know who they are. We can drive and tie those two experiences together to say, Skip went to your restaurant and he only purchased one time had one experience in your restaurant, but he had 16 experiences online. So we can tell you more about your guests and who they are. So, you know, our approach from day one has been a more holistic and data driven approach as opposed to a simple point solution. There's thousands, right? There's thousands of point solutions out there.
0: Yeah, that that's for sure. There's thousands and they are going to continue to explode as people try yeah. to uh, compensate for, for the situation that we're currently in. So Tom, if somebody wants to learn more about your product and your company, who do they reach out to? Where, they, where can they get more information?
1: Sure, so um, two very easy ways of doing it. One is simply send a email to hello at paymytab.com or secondly, uh, go out to our website, www.paymytab.com. In there, there's a, a little request form, fill that out. Uh, it will automatically send you an email and a link to schedule any time. It has a full calendar for all the salespeople. Uh, Someone will pick that up and and reach out to you. So hello at paymytab.com or our website.
0: Is it hello or is it hello? Hello. (laughs) What what, what movie is that from? I'm just going through my head right now. I can't remember.
1: (laughs) Yes, hello.
0: I expect some listener to comment and tell me what movie that's from because I need to know right now. Um, Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. You're awesome. I, we could talk all day. I know we literally talk all day, almost every day. But um, thank, you for, thank you for jumping on. And you know, hopefully you're surviving the stormy weather we're having here in Fort Lauderdale oh today. But uh, yeah. pl- please stay safe out there. And I look forward to reconnecting with you again soon.
1: You got it, Skip. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us on. I really appreciate it.
0: As always, you can contact me by going to either Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, or going to skipkimple.com, where you can hear this show and all the other shows, and we have all the show notes there as well. Uh, You can leave a comment on our comment hotline at 954-302-0851. Our winner for last month's contest was Danny. We are going to be sending you a $25 Amazon gift card for that awesome review that you left us on our Apple podcast feed. Now we have a new contest coming up and this one is going to be worth more than $200. Now we're going to be picking from two separate winners. And each one of those winners is going to receive a prize package and it's supplied by our good friends at Netsurian. You need to watch our social media posts for this announcement and which is going to start appearing probably this week. You certainly don't want to pass this one by. So the areas to look for are LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, So once again, be on the lookout for that announcement. I would also like to mention that for early access to these podcasts, make sure you subscribe with your favorite podcasting service. We should literally be everywhere there is a podcast feed available. And if we're not, let me know and I'll make sure we submit it to that service. And next week's show, we are going to be continuing with our contactless payment series by talking to Yale Goldberg, who is the chief of staff for PopID. And we will be talking about their ultimate touchless payment system, PopPay. Who needs a device when you can pay with your face? And until we talk again, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hungry, my friends.
1: The secret code is brisket.